Uh, compliments right up front. Uh, the new record, Hey Mr. Ferryman, is beautiful. It's a gorgeous album. Thanks a lot. Uh, and after a, a few years, I guess. I mean, it's not been a long time, but, you know, I know life happens in between. And figured that's the easiest place to start, as it usually is in these interviews. Just, uh, you know, wondering if this album has a specific spot where it does start for you. Oh, uh, not really. I mean, you know, it's it's been... <laughs> I mean, you know, I did my last album and I did the stupid touring for it. And uh, I... Uh, Came back and I'd written a bunch of things, you know, during the tour and, and just before I left. And then I'd just been writing constantly and I recorded it. I recorded this album before Bernard Butler's production. I recorded it about four times with different various bands and different people. Um, so I've, you know, <laughs> I, I can't remember <laughs> if there's a genesis for it. It's just been this long blur of, of attempts. Why the attempts then? I mean, just unhappy with early products, or early versions? Yeah, you know, I mean, I wanted it to be good. Mm-hmm. You want it to be good with the budget you've got. And, and you, you know, you, you try to, I mean, you know, I, I want to make a good record, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, why not? Well, I, I guess then the question is, you know, when, when you when you know the song isn't right, is it because you're looking? Were you looking for a specific thing for this album, and did you have that sound in mind, or or the lyrical theme, or whatever it was that you weren't hitting? Yeah, right. Um, I had a lot of the, by the time I got to Bernard, I had a lot of lyrics done. But previously, you know, you as you know, you realize that when you're playing with a band and the song just doesn't seem to work, mm-hmm. you know, and you got great musicians that are working really hard to make it work. It's really the song's fault, you know? And then you go and you rewrite, and you, you kind of think, oh, fuck, so I'm going to redo that and redo that. And so you do. Um, and I, I'm pretty lucky. I, I play with pretty good people. So, uh, yeah, and, and a lot of it was that. A lot of it was just like trying to find the money and trying to find the situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, we, if, if, uh, we, we, if Bernard had happened sooner... I mean, this album would have been sooner and it would have been pretty different, but I think it would have still been, you know, Bernard's pretty great, so it, it, was, it would have been different but great. I mean, you know, basically, going to Bernard, I think the most creative thing I did in the studio with him is sing and play and stay out of his way. You know, I, I've heard people say that before, but not in that specific way where you said it's the song's fault. That's a, Yeah. That's a, oh, it is. I've, I mean, it's awful because you, you really, you know, when you write a song, you think, okay, you know, this is great. It really works. And uh, at least it worked when I sang it into my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you mentioned, you know, writing on the, you know, while on tour, uh, I, for me, one of the standout songs on this record was uh, The Road, which, you know, when I listened to it a few times, it just kept dawning on me that this is almost like the saddest love letter or the most backwards love letter, I think, that I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> it is a total love letter, you know. I, I that that song. I can tell you where songs start. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know where the album started, but I know where the song started. That song was I was in Denton, and we were we were mixing um, a, an album with American Music Club. I think the last American Music Club, which was called Oh fuck, I don't remember. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, anyway, for anyway, I'll, what I do remember is me and Booty escaped from the studio one night. We went out to a bar. And there was a band playing, a touring band, and it was just like, yeah, you know, this is what we've done. This is what everyone does. You play in these empty rooms, and you 
you know, you kick ass, you try to make the night happen, and, you know, and you've got, like, the bartender and his retarded brother at the bar, you know, drinking beer, you know, talking about killing black people, you know what I mean? So, right. <laughs> but, right. you know, and that was it. So I was in Denton, and I was watching this band play, and I was like, and I never left me, just, just they were just hardworking, good people, and I just thought, yeah, yeah I mean, I, I get it, you know. Right. There's, a, I mean, there's, a, there's a ton of truth in it. And that's why I said, you know, when you say there's no end to the road, it really does sound like you, you're, you're so fed up with it, but at the same time addicted as well. Yes, that's exactly right. And, and as far, I, I don't know if you were referring to the uh, American Music Club, uh, the Golden Age. That's the last one I see on here. That's right, Golden Age. Yes. And yeah. and that's where did I read it right? That's where the lead single even comes from around that time too, with uh, uh, the last ten years. Oh no 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 no! That's ten years comes from. Oh, it's even American further. Music Club when I, when we were we were doing an album. I think we were doing Mercury. Oh. And okay. um, it was no no we were doing Everclear, and I presented that song, a ver- an early version of that song to the band, and the drummer was like, uh, "No, I won't play that song." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Okay, you know, I got lots more songs." Yeah. Uh, Geez, it's that old. No, the, the lyrics are all brand new, you know. Uh, you know, the lyrics are about, you know, they're all brand new. It's, it's just mm-hmm. the chorus never left. And I, you mm-hmm. know, things stick around. And, my, you know, I got, my mind is a hoarder's mind. It's, it's like it's piled with garbage, you know. <laughs> and so it kind of just, I mean, e- even, I don't know, it, it's still amazing that anything would stick around that long. So, uh, you know, back up while I'm so surprised because I love this song. It's It's seriously one of my favorite songs right now. And it's the reason why I instantly hit your label up. It's like, I want to talk to him right now because I'm so in love with this song. And, and you, Thanks. you know, we never know why a song connects with us the way it does and time and place. I don't know what it was, but for me, it's like parts of this song has been sitting around for, what is it now? 20, 25 years or whatever that is. Yeah, and like just that, now yeah. come to light. And you have denied me of that perfection for so long. <laughs> Well, you know, the thing is, like, I wasn't, you know, the thing is, I couldn't have written it. And if I tried to write it for Everclear, it would, it was, it was completely different. And it was kind of like, and and I think, you know, like, the drummer of the band was was actually kind of the coolest person who's ever lived, you know, and 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 he pretty much could spot that it sucked. And I think that's why, really, it had nothing to do with anything else but that. He just like, eh, no, you, it sucks. And I think, you know, you put something on the shelf. I mean, you know, the, for any, any musician, like the band is your first audience, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of musicians, that's who they write about too, you know. So it, it's like you, you, you're done on stage and something doesn't work. You're like, oh yeah, it doesn't work. Okay, you know, right. redo it. So I was just recently when I was sort of like going like, uh, you know, I, I it, it's and it was called the last five years because I was young then, you know, and it could have been the last, you know, the last twenty years didn't scan so well in the line. The last twenty years, you know, right. <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, it's like once you get above ten, you're kind of fucked in terms of a rhyme, you know, in terms of a of a, of a, of a, of a syllable, you know. So, with you know, is there then an idea, you know, regardless of the lyrics change, is the is the basic idea the same the entire time? And if so, is there any kind of challenge to try to reconnect to whatever emotion birthed that to begin with? I don't have to reconnect; it's all right there. Are you kidding me? Yeah. You know, I just, I'm just digging through my house, you know, and I found all these notebooks from when I was 19 and I opened them, you know, with some expectation of like, Oh, 
back when my brain worked properly. Oh, okay, you know. <laughs> oh no, I'm writing exactly the same shit that I'm writing now. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. The same stupid themes, you know. Ships, clouds, sky, death. I mean, you know, as as fans, though, of course, there, there's a part of us that's very happy with that. You know, I, I'm all for. Well, I, I love when a, an artist evolves and when they try new things. But there's also a sense of comfort. And, and, you know, from what I've been able to gather, I think that's why I've connected so much to this song, because it's so instantly comfortable to me. You know, it's it's the weather. Yeah, a lot it's, of it's, 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 I yeah. tell you, a lot of that's Bernard. A lot of that's Bernard. I mean, that man, that man, you know, like, you know, I, yeah, sure, I wrote the song and I, you know, and I, I played the guitars and I sang it. And, but that man really loved the song and he really believed in it. And, you know, we brought, and I brought in the background vocalist and, you know, this wonderful woman in London and I brought her in and, you know, and, and I had her, I wanted her to sing just on the choruses. She was like, Hmm, okay, try this though. And then we'll try that. And he just added all this shit. I'm sorry to swear. I, I, I don't know if this is on, I don't know if this is on the radio or not. It um, will be, but luckily we can use the edit button. So. <laughs> edit button. All right. For the edit button. I, wish, <laughs> I wish every time I had more than one drink, I had the fucking edit button ready. <laughs> you know, it's true. <laughs> You know, especially when I'm tweeting. Oh my god! Oh. Um, uh, so, no, but um, yeah, he just—I don't know. Every day I'd come to the studio, and he'd been up—he'd been up for a while. He's already at the studio, and he was already like, "Okay, listen to that." I'm like, Whoa! Oh my god! It's a good producer. You know, he basically—he basically, you know, because I tried this song with different arrangements, you know, and I—I I don't swipe arrangements from band members like if. If a, if, a, if a guy plays a drum a certain way, I don't go to the next drummer and say, you have to play it like my old drummer played it. You know what I mean? Because mm -hmm. I don't, that seems wrong. But he read my mind. This is exactly the way I wanted it to sound always. Yeah. You know, as soon as it was done. There's comfort there too. You know, it's like, it's like the guy just, the guy's pretty, I'm pretty lucky. Yeah. Well, we're all lucky that it happened the way it did. Like I said, it's just, it's, I can't give it any more compliments than I have. I don't. I don't have the dialogue or the uh, the lexicon, rather. But it's it is one of those perfect songs for me right now. So I'm yeah. grateful that it happened the way it did, at least. Uh, you did bring up Twitter, and of course, I wanted to do that because I've also been really thankful for what you have been saying on Twitter, with or without your edit button. <clears throat> <laughs> I edit a lot the next morning. I go in and erase shit. Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, you're you're saying a lot of truth out there, and there's a lot of us that feel the way you do. Because of all everything that's happening right now, uh, you know, I mean, it's in what I what I started really wondering is, I think Jason Isbell or, or one of the artists said, well, the one thing, of course, is going to come out of this is going to be a lot of kick ass songs. Unfortunately, you know, it's sort of a bittersweet I don't know. I mean, way. There's also going to be a lot of a lot of arrests and disappearances. Oh, I'm not saying we should have the songs because of it. Yeah. And but yeah, like, I mean, it's sort of like, for me, the metaphor is, and I know that I'm just dumb, but the metaphor is, you know, it's like, it's like, it's like a lot of people that live on a farm mm -hmm. and they eat and they eat and they never think that they'll be slaughtered, you know? Mm -hmm. I mean, really, it's like they don't, you read the history books, you know, they, everything, everything that's being said and all the people that are being put in place, they won't, they run slaughterhouses, baby. That's all they run. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but I, I hate to be apocryphal, but I can't help it, you know. Well, it feels like that, you know. Yeah. I mean, everything. I mean, we're this is the we're in the era of suddenly right wing nationalism. When I thought we were finally, you know, 
starting to get past it. And, and, I, and I don't say that because everyone likes to talk about whatever bubble we seem to have been in. And I don't feel like that's the case with me. I, I saw progress happening and, and the way I looked at it in history books or whatever, how it would happen, you know, and, and there was always a backlash, but yeah, I didn't know it was going to be yeah. Nixon again, you know, it's, or whatever, you know, it's, I mean, just, 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 you know, the, the NSA unfettered, think of it, you know, every single phone call, every single text, every single email, you know, everywhere you go, you're monitored. Mm-hmm. That's what they're going to do. Unfettered. And there's going to be a lot of money for a lot of people in that, you know, and not for us. I will tie it back around to music really quick, though. Do you look to this stuff to when it does happen? You say, well, that there is something I can write about, though, whether or not I wish I needed to or had to. I mean, like, is this affecting your art in any way? I don't know. I feel like, I feel like you know, last night we watched, uh, we went to... We watched a superhero movie. We went to this fancy place and we watched in 3D glasses. We watched Doctor Strange. And I just think, yeah, I mean, this kind of frivolous shit is over. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I it just pisses me off. Escapism in general. <laughs> it's right. like, no, you know, um, I don't really know what it's going to do to me. I, 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 you know, I'm not really like a very prolific. I used to be really prolific because I didn't care so much. But now... Now, with my background in, in doing, doing theater and stuff, I've really gotten into this other... I don't know, it's so weird. I, I really have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. I just know that I was at a bar, and this guy was yelling across the bar, and he was saying, um, uh, Calm before the storm, motherfuckers! Uh, Calm before the storm, motherfuckers! And I was like... And they were all screaming, and I was like, yep. You know, so... I don't know. Yeah, where, where do you, <laughs> I wrote it. I dutifully wrote it down in my new, my little notebook. <laughs> it's like I I I think I think writing a good love song is more important than doing anything else. Personally, writing writing something that's spiritual and beautiful is better than writing about politics. You know, especially when you're. I mean, I, everyone I know is smarter than me about politics. I mean, they can reel off doomsday scenarios and and they have more knowledge about everything than I do and I just think don't think it's my job really to I mean I think that if you're a musician you've got to be engaged you've got to like think you know this this is gonna this is gonna end up in a lot of suffering for people mm-hmm. human suffering and not just for the not just for the people who didn't vote for this this man all of us so it's it's, it's like it's really hard to be polemic at this point Although I like, I, I want to be because, again, given a couple drinks, I'm more polemic than, you know, you know, I, I become like Rasputin, is that his name? I become like, I become like this guy in a cloak, you know, with, with, with piercing eyes and, and like, you know, <laughs> you know, knowledge beyond life. So now we just got to somehow get back or go no, forward I don't know. or whatever. I, 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 don't, I don't know where, to, where, if we were, I guess we were never there. We were never there. Now, now that now it's just like, yeah, yeah. I I think it's, you know, once these once you know once the NSA has you know cradled the grave information about you mm-hmm. from facial recognition to, you know, once they have once they know everything about you, you're kind of you're kind of their baby. Man, thanks for the nightmares I'm gonna have for. Uh... No problem at all. I'm here to help. <laughs> you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna put the record back on so I can go. Hey, this is nice and pretty. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, to be honest, that's kind of what my point is. Yeah. With the record, I I did, you know, I do. Bernard did make this record, but I did actually collaborate with him, and I did want to make something that was beautiful and upbeat, 
and loving, you know, yeah. that's, that's what I, that's, that's what we need. That's what I need to hear. I don't want to hear anything else. I want to hear any sour grapes, baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, and I'll, you know, that's, it's a nice, we've, we've come back to that. That's a nice, that, uh, uh, I saw in the bonus disc too. There's a, a song for Jason Molina on there. Speaking of nice. Yeah. I haven't I, heard that I yet. But. I met the man once and I loved him to death. And, you know, then I lost track of him for a few years. And then mm-hmm. I, I was just randomly going through YouTube and it's Jason Molina. Um, and I watched the whole, that one whole show in Barcelona he did. Oh my fucking God. Perfect. Yeah. And then, and then there was somebody sent me something because I was like, "Oh my God, Jason Buck Molina!" And somebody sent me a recording of, of uh, that he did in Athens, and the crowd's talking really loud. And uh, I had to write; I just had to write for him. I, I he was so great. He was that, you know? and uh, you know, it's we're seeing this more and more and more and more these days. But what a loss to the arts! Anyways. Yeah, what a fucking loss! Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So poor well, man. But anyway, thank you for your art. Just the same. Hey, Mr. Ferryman. Uh, I really do love it. Okay, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Yeah, it was great talking to you. All right, bye. Bye.